After he had said this, Jesus went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethpage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are we untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They said, the Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus. And after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. I'm going to let you in on a little pastor secret. Holy Week can be just a little, tiny bit stressful. There's just so much going on for pastors and church musicians and parish administrators. There are all these opportunities for worship, which, don't get us wrong, we love to worship. But each worship service is so unique. We have to remember to order the palms a month in advance, there are so many bulletins to be created and proofread. You need towels and pictures ready for Monday, Thursday, and a bunch of candles for Good Friday, and worship volunteers for each of these services, and just remembering what days we're supposed to preach on. And all while not running out of energy for the really big celebration on Easter Sunday. I actually had a dream last week that the palms didn't arrive. And in this dream, Pastor Josh and I, in the few minutes before worship, were out back cutting off branches off of trees and bushes. Now, I know this dream is not as worrisome as the, I have a final uh, exam in a course that I didn't attend all semester kind of dream. But it was enough that I started checking the UPS tracking on the palms each day and then took a big sigh of relief when they arrived on Tuesday, right before our council meeting. You know what's really funny, though? In our opening gospel passage this morning, did you notice anything missing from Luke's account of Jesus entering Jerusalem? 
palms. <laughs> there are no palms in Luke's account of Jesus entering Jerusalem. No branches either. As Jesus rode a colt, the crowds paved the path with their cloaks. They didn't order palms a month in advance. They took whatever they had on hand to make a holy path, even if that was the clothing off their backs, to pave the way of Jesus into Jerusalem. While we were preparing for this week, it occurred to me why little things like palms and towels and candles are causing me to feel a bit stressed this year. It's been a while since we've done this. For the past two years, we weren't able to come together like this for Holy Week. I've never actually done a palm processional or a foot washing or an indoor Good Friday service here at Emmanuel. It's all new to me, slightly different than what I'm used to, and it's been so long for you that it might feel new again. We're all a little out of practice. And maybe being out of practice is a good thing. When Jesus enters Jerusalem, he does so in a way that no king has ever done before. On a colt that's never been ridden, untamed, unbroken. That's like saying, here Jesus, ride this small Mustang, it'll be fine. And Jesus arrives with no army behind him, just a ragtag crowd of followers, disciples who have heard his teachings, those on the margins who have been healed and fed, sinners who have been forgiven, those who were once cast out and have been brought in to loving community. It's no army. They aren't fighters. They haven't been trained. But this crowd can't be stopped or contained. The Jesus movement has grown too big. Try to silence them, and even the stones would cry out. Creation itself would sing because of this new thing that God is doing. This is the week when the whole world changes. This crowd and this one proclaimed as king is scary. Because if this entry into Jerusalem is any indication then this leader is unpredictable. As untamed as the cult he rides, you can't be sure what he's going to do next. Those in power, those that ride into Jerusalem on war horses with armies behind them, see Jesus as a threat to their authority and security stirring up the crowd and challenging the status quo. They have a reason to be worried. Jesus will overturn tables in the temple, 
upset the hierarchy of master and servant, willingly die so that all may live, free those who are captive, destroy sin and death. The world will never be the same. The beauty of Holy Week is that we enter the story. We slow our pace down to match the pace of the Gospels. We become a part of the crowd that shouts Hosanna and welcomes Jesus into Jerusalem, proclaiming him the king that comes in the name of the Lord. We find ourselves among the disciples as Jesus washes the feet of his followers and we wash the feet of one another. We confront the reality of also being a part of the crowd that yells, crucify him, and a disciple who denies him. And then we wait. We wait for the darkness and the cruelty of Good Friday to break into the joy of Easter Sunday morning. There's beauty and drama and intense emotions of this week. And if we're a little out of practice, that's okay. And if things aren't quite the way we used to do them, that's okay too. Because Jesus enters Jerusalem in a way that has never been seen before. Jesus comes into our lives in ways that we cannot predict or contain. Jesus doesn't need us to worship in ways that are perfect or rehearsed or orderly. We are to worship sincerely from our hearts. Like the crowd who threw down their cloaks when they had nothing else to offer. So this Holy Week, I invite you to come as you are, to enter the story, to let our unpredictable Jesus lead, and to let the Spirit open our hearts to hear the story anew with the hope that we will be transformed. Amen.